Welcome to the Invisible India podcast. I'm Jessica Kumar. In 2006, I first came to India for work and basically never looked back. My journey took me through learning Hindi, living in multiple parts of India, and The Invisible India podcast isn't just a place where I share about being married to an Indian, being a foreigner in India, the language learning process, and cross-cultural parenting. But it is a platform to highlight the lesser-known aspects of Indian culture by featuring stereotype-breaking Indians making waves in society. So chaliye, headphone laga ke suniye hamare saath. Namaste, sablog. Happy holidays. Welcome to the Invisible India podcast. Today, I'm going to do something a little different. I've had a lot of questions lately, and I've kind of categorized them together in a few different categories. Today, I want to talk about the things I love about India and some of the things which I've noticed are really incredible about India in comparison to the West and how those two places compare, to traditions, Indian culture, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, बहुत लोग पूछते हैं इंडिया के बारे में कि खाना कैसे पसंद करते हैं क्या पसंद करते हैं बिहार में कहाँ कहाँ घूमे क्या पसंद करते बिहार के बारे में सो आई वॉन्ट टू टॉक अबाउट दीज थिंग्स वट द डिफरेंट कल्चरल एस्पेक्ट्स दैट आई रियली इन्जॉय एंड वॉन्ट टू हाईलाइट बिफोर वी गेट इन टू दैट आई वॉन्ट टू चैट अ लिटल बिट अबाउट टू इनक्रेडिबल बिजनेसिस दैट आई रियली वॉन्ट टू हाईलाइट बहुत दीज आर फेयर ट्रेड businesses in northern india i have seen them in action and they are incredible changing people's lives through high quality employment treating their employees with incredible dignity and and also creating incredible product the first one is ziada ziada is z i y a d a ziada is a handicrafts company located in bihar they create all kinds of beautiful fabric materials and they have their holiday collection out right now i would highly recommend you go check it out they have everything from like aprons to masks place settings beautiful beautiful fabrics they're all created 100% in india they focus specifically on employing vulnerable women women who are in bihar and people who want to make their lives better i've seen them in action for many years uh and have interacted with their employees incredible incredible business you can also get 10% off by using the code invisibleindia10 between now and the end of 2021 so go to my website on invisibleindiapodcast.com/offers you'll see ziada's website there or you can go directly to their website ziada.org the second one i want to talk to you about is india art India Art is also a good friend of ours and they are also employing people in impoverished communities in North India by making mostly wooden handicrafts. So the one specific thing I want to talk about is their sloth ornament. They have these gorgeous sloth ornaments that are like these little wooden christmas ornaments and they're so cute <laughs> i have several uh make sure to check my instagram for the pictures of these really cute ornaments you can also get a discount on india art find them on amazon go to my page invisibleindiapodcast.com/offers 
offers and you will see the link to the sloth ornament. You can get a discount on that when you buy it on Amazon through my website. I've also uh, posted a gorgeous video of how these are made from the streets of Varanasi, a very simple wood shop to Varanasi to your Christmas tree in the West. So feel free, please see these absolutely adorable ornaments and feel free to check those out before the end of the year. All right, let's get on to the show. <laughs> so one of the most common questions that I owe that I happen to get from people is what's your favorite Indian food and place to eat it? Honestly, people ask me all the time, oh, do you like to eat street food? You do this and that and the other thing. To be completely honest, I personally feel like it's not worth the risk for me to eat street food. Um, just because I'm not traveling here, I'm not like, you know, wanting to experience every single corner of India. Like I kind of did that in the, in the first days. Um, but I think if you're traveling to India and you want to see, uh, you know, the street food life, the 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 little uh, and taste everything and do do it, totally do it. But for me, I've kind of like tasted all the things and I'd rather just make street food at my house. So um, what do I, it's my favorite Indian food. I always talk about this. I love muli prata. It's my very favorite. It's like radish, uh, white radish um, grated and stuffed inside a parata with green chilies. And you. it also would be much better if you put some mixed veg or mango pickle along with it. Oh, I'm like literally salivating thinking about it. <laughs> So that's my answers. And prefer muli prata in my own house. Bas hoge. Another question. How much have you explored Bihar? To be honest with you, I feel like I've not explored Bihar as much as I want to explore Bihar. I've explored a lot of Patna. I've explored a lot of Mazafarpur. I've explored other places like, you know, Bodhgaya, Rajgir, a little bit. But outside of that, I've only been to a couple of other places. I've not really gotten to go in the, all the interiors. And part of that is just because, you know, we are living here. I don't have a lot of like time off to go explore and go see different places. So, mostly like Valmiki Nagar Gay. I went to Valmiki Nagar Tiger Reserve, which is very, absolutely gorgeous. I'm not going to lie, it is tough to get to. Um, it's a rough trip by cars, but just be sure you have a very good um, shocks in your vehicle and a driver that knows where they're going. It should be fine. What do I miss about Bihar when in the U.S.? I mean, obviously the people. <laughs> um, I'm not going to lie and say that, you know, Bihar is, a, a, you know, the glistening, you know, paradise, the, you know, like Norway or Sweden or Finland or something. I'm not going to, you know, it's the cleanest place on earth and all that. Of course, it's not. But I do have to say that the good things about Bihar are the incredible people. Of course, we already talked about food. Food is amazing. The amount of fruit that you get, I feel like people don't talk about this. The fruits you get in Bengal, Bihar, parts of South India is is unbelievable. Mango, lychee, just, just, pine, ananas, pineapple. It's so unbelievably tasty, fragrant, just juicy fruits. I mean, I've missed that a lot. And, you know, people get a bad rap. And I just want to say that that has not been my experience at all. Being married into a Bihari family for the last almost 12 years and then living in Bihar 
uh, for five years going on now. Uh, that's not been my experience. So I think we need to re-examine that stereotype. What attracted me to Indian culture and traditions? Hmm. You know, really, to be honest, the family closeness was something that was very interesting and very beautiful to me and just how hospitable people are. I know people say this over and over again. Westerners say, you know, bar bar bolte hain ki family values bohut jyada acha hota hain. Joint family system acha hota hain. So it's like, you know, the family system and the 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 way that people are so open and kind of invite you into their family is really the number one thing that I really love. Um, in the U.S. specifically and in other Western countries, we can be very standoffish in a sense, like very to ourselves. We're very overly scheduled, overly busy that we have this, that, the other thing always going on. Something's always happening and we don't have time to spend with people. And I really love that in many places uh, in India that it still kind of has those traditional values of you know, aye ghar pe aye, ke khana khilayenge, chai pilayenge. You know, it's just a very beautiful kind of um, openness that people have and curiosity. What cultural shocks do I feel? Hmm. Okay, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Is the things that shocked me and then I first came was like, you know, oh, wow, there's a cow in the street or, oh, wow, the traffic. You know, those are things that shock you at first. But now after, you know, 15 years going on 16 years in India, I would say that sometimes I'm still shocked by, you know, patriarchal culture and how um, people try to like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say like the pretend it's not real, but like some people can be very patriarchal and really try to like kind of put women in their place. And um, not everyone is like this, of course, but sometimes we have all experienced this. And it's one of the shocks that I feel of like, you know, I know in, in a certain thing that I'm an expert in, I'll be talking about that and then be, you know, judged or mansplained or like cut out by um, other people because they're a man. They think that they know more than me, even though I know more than them in this certain area. So that's kind of a frustrating thing, but it does happen. And those things always shock me <laughs> when it occurs. How many languages do you know and how fluent are you in each of those? <laughs> so um, I would say that I am really fluent in uh, English and Hindi and uh, other languages that I can understand would be a lot of the languages in Bihar. Of course, I don't not understand all of them fluently, nor can I converse in them fluently, but I can under pick up some Bojpuri, especially Maghai uh, as well. That's a pretty, um, you know, living in Bihar, you get pretty... Uh, exposed to that. And then um, my in-laws, my mother-in-law speaks a minority language called uh, Angika, which is spoken around Bhagalpur in Bihar. And so I can understand when they're, when she's talking to someone or when she, 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 when she reminisces about her village, she starts uh, going into more Angika, you know, and they use a lot of Checho. So instead of like He or you know, uh, they will use like checho, all this. And so it's really interesting to me when she's like, she, 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 she gets into this totally different personality when she starts speaking in her uh, native language. Other than that, uh, we speak Hindi at home. So it's, it's very interesting. I also can understand some Punjabi, Gujarati, um, in most North Indian languages, which are which are uh, you know similar Marathi a little bit, uh, I can understand what's happening. Nepali as well, um, Bengali, to a certain extent, I can follow a conversation in that. Do I celebrate Indian holidays, and what is my favorite holiday? Um, 
yes, we celebrate uh, a lot of the regional holidays in Bihar. For example, you know, we just finished uh, Dasera, which is, you know, called so many different things across India. And that's one of the most amazing things about India, right, is that there are different holidays which are celebrated and it looks different everywhere you go. So I would say that's something that is 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 not as um, prevalent in a place like Canada or the U.S. in North America, where you, you just travel a short distance and it's a different language, a different culture, different festivals, different clothes, different language. Uh, and that's one of the amazing things about India. So, of course, living in Bihar, we have um, uh, Durga Puja, Dasera is, is quite big. And um, Diwali is there, but it's not as important uh, as, you know, Durga Puja and Dasera and Chhat Puja. So Chhat Puja is the big festival. It's, uh, you know, Surya Bhagavan, about the sun, worshipping the sun. I have not done the fasting in Chhat Puja, but oftentimes I will do some meditation that, that day and just like give thanks to God for the creation of the world and for the sun and all these things. So now I have two small children. So a lot of times we're doing the holidays that are uh, fun for the kids. So of course Diwali is fantastic and uh, all of the long puja type of things. Um, my mother-in-law, that's more her department. <laughs> Whereas I'm trying to do more things with the children and keeping them engaged and helping them to enjoy the festivals. So, And of course my husband also enjoys festivals. He's more concerned about the food for uh, most of these things. We're very thankful that wherever we are, we can celebrate Indian festivals. How are the kids understanding the languages? My oldest child, who's seven, he was born in the U.S. And he has a very strong identity of being an American. Although physically he looks very Indian. He, you look at him and you would, you would not think that he, he has a Caucasian mother. You would look at him and think, this is an Indian boy. <laughs> However, he has a real strong identity as an American. He has done a very good job of um, speaking Hindi. He's learned quite well. We've, uh, he sees that it's an important skill and that he um, needs to utilize that. So even if we're in the U.S. or if we're in somewhere in Europe or Canada, wherever, he realizes this is something I need to retain and I don't want to forget this or lose it. I'm very proud of him for continuing to, to keep that up and to learn. And then my daughter, who is four, she was born in India. She doesn't quite have a sense of this cultural identity yet, but she was her, I would say her first language was Hindi. She spoke very beautiful, clear Hindi um, and the first, and, and then something happened when we went to the U.S. for a visit. She just stopped speaking. It was the strangest thing. And of course, um, then we went back to India and she started building it up. But she really regressed a lot during that period. And it was unfortunate because she was very strong in Hindi. <laughs> um, both of my kids are learning, you know, reading and writing in Hindi as well because that's taught in the school in India. So um, they're doing they're doing well in that aspect. And we work very hard to try and help them to keep that up and to learn because we realize it's very important. What do I think is different about Indian culture versus American culture? Hmm. 
I would say to, to summarize as much as my observations have been is the difference between individualistic culture and communal culture. So communal culture is um, one where people are really thinking about each other. They're very acknowledge the fact that we're all interconnected. My actions affect your actions, your actions, your actions affect me. Uh, we're all dependent and codependent, interdependent rather on each other. In the West, we like to cling so hard to our individualism that we feel as if we're not connected at all. And that's actually a lie. So it's not even a, a true statement. We're, we just like to kind of fake our way through this individualism that your, your actions don't affect me, uh, you know, don't matter to anybody, and I can do whatever I want without harming anyone else, which is not actually true. <laughs> so in some ways, I like to be more connected. Uh, I like, I'd like to just acknowledge that we're more connected and interconnected than we, than we pretend to be. And then of course, there's some times where I like to embrace my American side and just pretend like no one bothers me and nothing bothers me. And it's just me and my own little world. <laughs> but yeah, I would say there's basically the main differences would be the individualistic culture versus communal. And of course, people say that, yes, urban India is becoming more individualistic with, you know, multinational companies coming in, people having more demanding work schedules, people moving around for work and higher paying opportunities, um, not living in a joint family. Of course, that's changing, but large and largely most of the country is still very communally focused. Thanks so much for listening in to the Ask Me Anything and reflections on Indian culture. I hope there was something in there that was relatable to you. Be sure to check out my website for the holiday deals that I mentioned, India Art and Ziada Handicrafts. Make sure to use the code invisibleindia 10 on Ziada to get 10% off and then get a discount as well on India Art. Both of these deals can be found on invisibleindiapodcast.com slash offers. Thanks everyone. Happy holidays. Thank you.